You may think medication is the only way to change the brain, but guess what? There are other ways that can change the function and structure of the brain without any dangerous side effects. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. Join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today, we're going to talk about neurofeedback, how it's much safer than medication, how it actually changes the way the brain functions and even the structure of the brain. So let's dive in. So let's talk about how neurofeedback changes the brain. So I've been talking to you about neurofeedback. It's one of my favorite therapies. It's really became the game changer in how I treated kids, adults who were struggling with anxiety, depression, OCD, Lyme disease, pans, pandas, you know, and a lot of other areas and sort of everything in between, certainly autism as well and other neurodevelopmental disorders like ADD. But it also was a game changer for my clients because it became this big shift point. Um, I literally just did a review with a very detailed mom and who does her research and was really kind of doubtful about how neurofeedback was going to help her son. And she had a school meeting and the teacher said that the change was dramatic, that he went from really struggling with his executive functioning, in particular in writing, writing one sentence to writing juicy paragraphs. Don't you love that? And, you know, they didn't just do neurofeedback. They have him, you know, working with a learning specialist to help with executive functioning. And it all sort of came together when it calmed his brain. So the first way, you know, neurofeedback really changes the brain is that it calms the brain. So we are always in, whether we want to accept it or not, there's a lot of stressors in the world and our kids are not immune. And certainly as parents, we're not immune. But neurofeedback does that beautiful job of safely and effectively pulling you out of a sympathetic dominant state, right? Our stress state and helping it to get into that parasympathetic calm, what I like to call hot tub state. And that is really important for many, many things, not just those clinical issues, but for every day for, you know, remembering to pick up your book bag because you're not in this anxious state to getting along with your brothers and sisters or, you know, showing up to your job with a happy face. But because we're just inundated with stress, you know, we really have to spend a lot more time calming our nervous system. And without that calm brain, not much learning is possible. So the next way neurofeedback helps is that, yes, we are in a sympathetic dominant state, but the extreme version of a sympathetic dominant state is when you are in fight, flight, or freeze. And we often think about fight, flight, or freeze for only our people that have experienced trauma or a significant event, right? Which is often so perplexing for parents when I'm like, you know, your kid's in a fight, flight, or freeze state. And they get it, right? Their brain gets hijacked. And that is that extreme form of a sympathetic dominance. So the brain is in a rev state, 
And then what happens is compounders, right? Stressors, everyday stressors, sensory stressors, academic work, you name it, starts getting that nervous system to edge up a little bit further, a little bit further into that sympathetic dominant. And why does one go into a fight, flight, or freeze? Well, it can be a big deal stressor, right? We've had shootings. We've had pandemic. You know, you might have had a grandparent or a pet loss, friendship, bullying, you name it. But it also can be the everyday difficulty in classes, whether your kid has dyslexia or ADHD, or they have anxiety and they their executive functioning skills are in the toilet, whatever is going on. Having to do the daily when you're not at really a relaxed, attentive state, and that's what happens when you're in a nice parasympathetic state, you're relaxed and attentive. When you're in a sympathetic dominant, your brain is literally like, what's going on? Where's the war? What do I have to do? And that's why it goes into flight, fight, or freeze, because it turns off the frontal lobes and your brain is looking for the fight. It's trying to figure out how it's going to protect itself. So those everyday functions that it's supposed to be doing falls to the wayside. Hope that's an aha moment for you. I know a lot of times you're like, wow, why is my bright kid so incapable of hanging up his laundry, you know, or drops garbage on the floor, (laughs) you know, and it's really because they could be in fight, flight, or freeze. And, And those are very real things that happen to kids. They happen to adults. And Uh, You know, you have to calm the brain and that's what neurofeedback does so beautifully, safely. And the research, thousands of research studies show us with so many of these clinical conditions. Does your child struggle to complete tasks or they can't stay focused enough to finish their homework or get anything done? Or maybe they're super fearful and moody. This may leave you questioning if your child has ADHD or something else like a learning problem, anxiety, depression, or OCD. Well, I've created a quick quiz that will tell you if it's ADHD or something else. Text the word quiz to 13ALERTMORE to take my free quiz so you can get to the bottom of what's going on and the right solutions. That's text the word quiz to one three alert more. I just really want to make a point that you don't have to have one major, major incident happen to get into that rev state. And you can be living a beautiful life. You can go have your kid be going to a great school. You can be loving parents. And everyday stressors can really get in there and cause kids to struggle. So when you're in a stress-activated, rev state, sympathetic dominant, certainly fight, flight, or freeze, no learning is possible. The brain does not allow you to learn when it's stress activated. It is neuroprotective because it wants you to be alert for danger. It's just that our brains are in a danger mode, even in modern times, when we don't really have danger or we're we're not in a situation of danger, which does happen, right? So when it's calm, 
the brain can learn. And in the same incidence of the mother who said that so dramatic, the difference academically, we talked a lot about how now that we addressed response inhibition, which is the number one foundational skill for executive functioning, and executive functioning is the brain's ability to plan and prioritize for a future event and can be affected by things like ADHD, autism, anxiety, depression, right? Your thinking skills aren't going to be working. You already heard your frontal lobes go offline when it's in a stress state. So that means you cannot really be thinking about what you're going to be doing next. So when it starts to regulate, and in the case of this boy, his mother was like, wow, now he's actually listening and being receptive to coaching from us. And I was like, exactly. So let's get you learning for yourself on how to teach your kid, right? Because it's those shifts in language that really help kids, right? And before they couldn't hear you. And also what could have been behind it is a lot of shame. You know, I find that shame and fear, those are pretty much the drivers for most behaviors, even in our kids, certainly adults. And, you know, kids, nobody, there's never a bad kid in the world. There really isn't. They are struggling in the inside and they, you know, feel ashamed if they're not doing well. And so when we calm the brain down, we are allowing the brain to learn and all that good stuff that you're teaching, maybe their therapist is teaching them, maybe a coach is teaching them, maybe their teacher is teaching them, is able to be absorbed because the brain can take in information. Um, And that's really, and certainly neurofeedback has been shown to, it increases neurotransmitter activity in the brain, not just at the region we're training, but at the other areas, which is pretty cool. And it's been shown to increase gray matter in the frontal lobes. So that's awesome. And what I love about neurofeedback is I rarely get people back unless they've had a major stressor, situational stressor, right? Something happened. Uh, bullying or grief, you know, change of some sort, or they've had a head injury. And I'm definitely getting people back with COVID. But the brain, once it learns its new healthy rhythm, continues on that healthy path for as far out as 10 years in research that we're seeing. So it sustains the changes. It's learning a new healthy rhythm, the neurotransmitter activities. And we know that neurofeedback, people do very well with whether they're doing it two or three times a week. They actually do a little better with intensive. New research just came out in 2020, which I think is pretty cool. And when people integrate lifestyle changes, right? So we can't just do neurofeedback, you know, reducing stress and then be like, wow, I'm going right back to my stressful ways that I deal with, you know, life's challenges, right? We have to learn coping skills. And that's where the magic happens. We calm the brain, we learn new skills, but neurofeedback really gets the brain ready and primed for learning and helps make therapy way more effective, helps makes teaching more effective. And it makes parenting a lot easier. Really made my heart happy to hear that the conflicts were down in this family, that the kids, you know, were really getting along better because of one person who was able to calm their nervous system. So I could talk about neurofeedback all day. I love it. And I hope you listen to all my episodes around neurofeedback. And I hope you consider it as a wonderful 
wonderful alternative to medication and other therapies. For me, it is a standard of care that I wish more people were using to improve their focus, mood, and learning, and many other areas. Anyway, be well. Sending you, as always, lots of good juju. Parenting is hard, and there are so many ups and downs. Just know that no matter what is going on with your kid and family, it's going to be okay. You need the right solution to help your child be successful at home, school, and life. And that's why I've created the Solution Matcher. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash help, D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N forward slash help to get the right solution for where you're at.